I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, this is Shannon Feltis. And I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is... You You Are Are That. We are two sisters who can't take a compliment. changing it up episode two we have amazing guests from la they are in their own studio and we are doing a remote recording this week so the audio will sound a little bit different just wanted to give you a heads up yeah yeah we're gonna jump in and start with questions but first we're gonna introduce you guys so we are Mm -hmm. here with matt holloway and michelle davis of thug kitchen absolutely they have a bunch of amazing cookbooks for quick eats barbecue eats all kinds of fun Party things food. um it's vulgar it's delightful it's <laughs> vegan so if you're into it's that lifestyle or just want to try something new excellent vegan food and i can confess that when i first bought the first book and was making tons of recipes i'm like these really are all vegan and i am a indiscriminate omnivore and i get down on all the recipes yeah they're so good i don't even have to add meat to it like some people are like vegan food's great but i like to put meat in it i'm like you're missing the fucking point (laughs) but okay well that's love to hear is that people don't realize (laughs) been a huge fan of the snark from the very very beginning you guys are just great humans yes and i'm actually going to tell you how i heard of you i love this first um so i'm a pinterest queen and you guys had all these fun veggie memes on pinterest where i was like oh my god they're vulgar they're fun they had beautiful imagery and they just kept getting shared and so i made like a little folder and i shared them with all my friends and i was like dude this this company called thug kitchen has all these funny things like this is hilarious i want to print these out and put them on my refrigerator and then later down the line this was years ago and then later down the line i found out that um shannon loved oh, you guys and i'm and, obsessed yeah so i'm kind of you know, a fan I, of I can't figure pinterest out i think at one point i had my sister doing yeah, that shit because amazing. i was like yeah i was like i know that we need to have a pinterest like presence but i don't understand this goddamn platform <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we knew his sister is also a Pinterest oh, queen. Oh, we'll give your sister it. props because she let this sister find out about you guys. Okay, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that is so funny. And then I started buying the cookbooks for everybody. Like our brother, I don't know if he's still going vegan, vegetarian. I don't know what his deal is. He likes to do a lot of very food conscious choices here and there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I know he doesn't have these because he's such a workaholic i doubt he's in the world of cookbooks so it was the perfect gift but i love to share your books with everybody they're they really are for everybody oh thanks yeah, yeah. we just I don't, I don't know guys especially need to learn how to cook more yeah, yeah no, totally yeah. i agree yeah. and if you tell them to like go fucking do something hey dude fucking eat a beat like yeah. i feel like guys respond better to oh, you, yep. know? you gotta you gotta cut them in half and then they're like you know what I don't like your tone, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. I love it. And then you guys also have the Forked Up podcast, which is amazing. So you guys interview people and talk to each other, and um, it's super endearing. Thanks. So definitely, <laughs> definitely want everyone to check that out. Absolutely. If not just for the saga of the cones, and I'll just leave that. Oh, that. <laughs> oh man. You, 
I can't even get into the type of cone foolishness I've seen recently, but oh it will be good. I, I love it. That, so the city, for some reason, had barricades at the end of our street, and I had to talk Michelle out. She was like, look, those barricades are just there. Like, the city's probably not going to pick them up. I'm like, you don't need them. Why, <laughs> why, the fuck, why do you need the barricades? You don't need the barricades. Just leave. She's Let's just a rescuer of all things. Like, it's not just dogs. I mean, cones need love, too. I'm thrifty, y'all. I don't know when I might need some barricades in my life, but the city obviously didn't give a shit about them. <laughs> if Michelle ever gets a flat tire, her car is going to be surrounded by barricades and parking cones. <laughs> I love it. Oh my uh, you should just have like a safety themed party and yes. just have your driveways Ooh. lined with cones. Oh my god. Guests have to block come. Party. Yeah, guests have to come in those vests with reflectors and helmets. <laughs> I like it. Listen, I can deck this out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like you could open up a fire hydrant. No, we're, we're halfway there. the first thing we do is we're going to jump in and we're going to ask you guys rando questions Mm -hmm. so this isn't necessarily about your dope ass cookbooks or about your amazing podcast that i am now addicted to um (laughs) michelle i love your laugh so you need to stop being self-conscious of it it's so good it's really good oh i appreciate that uh not everyone IRL or online agree with you, but I appreciate that. <laughs> well, fuck all the haters. It's a beautiful laugh. <laughs> These are a variety of questions, not all about food. Some will contain some food stuff. We want to get to the heart of y'all. So first question, pre-vegan, mm-hmm. pre-gan. Mm-hmm. Call it pre-gan. pre-gan. We'll call it pre-gan. I like it. Pre-gan. What was your guilty pleasure food when you were much, much younger? Ooh, that's a good question, Matt. Why don't you go first on that bad boy? Mac and cheese, no doubt. Nice. <laughs> I think that still applies, though. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Like, when I I do it both when I'm having a bad day, I'm like, you know, I've had a rough day. I deserve a, a bowl of mac and cheese. Or when I've done something really good, I'm like, you know, I fucking whooped today's ass. I'm yeah, going to have oh some mac God. and cheese. <laughs> It was it was something my grandmother would uh she watched me and my sisters a lot when we were younger so it was she would almost always make it for me after school and school school was done and everything was like calm and quiet and I got to sit there in my grandma's counter with a big Aww. old bowl of mac and cheese so it just for me it just has a lot of I mean it's amazing I don't it know anybody mac and honestly maybe I've cut them out of my friend group if they don't like mac and cheese. <laughs> Subconsciously, you're like that girl didn't eat my mac and cheese at that party. She's no longer on the party. That's a hate crime. (laughs) Whatever her name was. Um, I would say growing up, like for my birthday, I always got to pick, you know, what we had for dinner as a family. Like that was the big treat, and I always picked uh, Stouffer's lasagna. Oh my god, that's so good. I like they're both pasta based choices. Also, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That lasagna, like the Costco size one, like the really big family size one. And your parents are like, thank God. We just heat up the oven for a million yeah. hours. Right? Such a low mood child, actually, now that I think about that. Yeah. And it was, then there was leftovers. And I loved, like, not heating it up all the way in the microwave for oh, some reason. Where, that. like, there was, <laughs> I was fucked up. I loved that. There's something delicious about, like, a strange, hard, cold noodle that has, like, ricotta cheese stuck to it. Yeah. Like, the little clumps of the cheese, which... <laughs> I thought was cottage cheese because I didn't know shit. Um, and I loved it. Loved it. My favorite. That, oh my that's disgusting. <laughs> you thought that was cottage cheese? That's, uh, what do you, what do you know? <laughs> okay, well, that segues into childhood things I've got on my list, too. So one thing from your childhood you loved as a kid, but kids these days would never fully appreciate. Like, my examples are Skippets or Oregon Trail video game. Oh, kids don't understand any of that shit. What do you, what was your thing that if you explained it to a child, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? A lot of my childhood was sitting on either my porch or my friend's porch. Like, and we would just neighborhood kids would roll by and we would like stop them and see what they were doing, see if they want to hang out with us. Maybe we'd go hang out with them. You know I mean? Like that was our means of communication. Mm-hmm. So, That's awesome. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So like, you don't see kids just chilling out on the porch anymore talking to other kids. It, it, it oh, seems weird, so true. you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't like there was an activity plan. We were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, that was congregate. a lot of, yeah. that was a lot of our summertime as kids. We roller skated hella. Yeah. Like we had a cul-de-sac. So oh, yeah. it was very like, come home when the lights turn on, be safe. And I throw on my Barbie roller skates and we would just like zoom around our neighborhood and collect children until yeah. we looked like a, a weird gang. gang. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. You don't see gang kids run through the neighborhood anymore. <laughs> no. People would stop and it'd be like, it's like, hey, what are you guys about to go get into? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. We're probably going to go skip rocks on the bayou. You guys want to come? Yeah, let's grab the bikes. We're going to go skip rocks on the fucking bike. We're off to catch toads. Why? Because we're catching toads. Come with us or not. Yeah, grab a jar and get the fuck out. Yeah. Right? I think now as an adult, if I saw like a group of kids just with no parents, the like mean adult in me would be like, um, where are your adults? And then also, I don't like, I swear I'm cool, but like, give me a gang (laughs) of kids and suddenly I'm either like scared or like super boss. Yeah. No, I mean, we never see like unsupervised kids just walking around anymore, especially like eight or nine years old. Like you never see that anymore. Or I mean, if you do, they're all like glued to their phones, you know, so and like there's an adult somewhere. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying like, no, but they're playing Pokemon. They might be unsupervised. Yeah. I just like being a kid and like holding Congress in, in the middle of the street. You know what I mean? That was a kid. Yeah. Totally. I, when I was little, the shit we would get into is that I, we were always trying to make a buck, you know? Oh and so we always had some kind of scheme going where we were going to everybody's house, be like, oh, we'll mow, you, mow your lawn for 10 bucks. And I was young. When we were real young, me and my friend Matt, not this Matt, um, took all our animals, put them in our friend's backyard, and then charged people admittance like it was a zoo. Oh, my, oh my God. That's legit genius. That's pretty good. <laughs> but today, I wouldn't understand. They just all have GoFundMes. Yeah, exactly. Shannon and I used to steal rocks from people's oh, right. yards, and we had a tackle box, a fishing tackle box, Jesus. and we would, like, glue googly eyes and hair and all kinds of weird shit and, like, puff paint on them, and then we'd go door-to-door and sell them back to the neighbors. <laughs> See? Exactly. Oh she God. was... Yeah. All we had was a tackle box with some, like, pom-poms and googly eyes, and we called it a day. We would do that for just hours. I haven't thought about puff paint <laughs> in so long. I have. I to, uh, you, you guys ever do that shit on like t-shirts? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Dude, as a teenager, I lived on that shit. Like that oh. puff paint was like, we'd make motivational t-shirts and b- way before it was cool. Yeah, we were merch girls before oh, we were Jesus. merch Oh, Jesus. Handmade merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah uh, kids would not get that. No, they'd be like, ew, I love this shirt. Why should I paint it? <laughs> well, things that you shouldn't have gotten as a child. Is there a movie that either of you watched when you were younger that now you look back on as an adult? Maybe you rewatched it recently or it came out on Netflix as some like retro pick and you were like, Yo, I watched this all the time as a kid, and this was fucking inappropriate. Um, I watched Swing Kids. <laughs> what is that? Is that exactly how it sounds? Yeah, it's about like a, a bunch of misfit kids that love swing dancing as uh, Hitler comes to power. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Who greenlit that? I, well, because there was a lot of dancing, and so my parents just would come in during those parts, so like, this is fine, but then... One of the guys like ends up like committing suicide, Jeez, and that's yeah, it's pretty dark in points, if I remember right. Yeah, and I, that was when I was like, "Hold up, people die." I had a real come to Jesus moment. <laughs> How old were you when you were watching this? Probably like six. <laughs> but my parents were like, "Swing dancing's cool. It's just called Swing Kids." They didn't. They didn't watch. <laughs> Oh. What about you? You watched some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, I, you know, I was a, a boy. I feel I, there's nothing that I saw as a kid that I, I feel like most kids my age weren't, you know, like, I, should, I shouldn't be watching Chucky. Right. I saw that shit. I shouldn't be watching Terminator. I saw that. Yeah, that was us too, is Nightmare on Elm Street, which. Uh, the nightmares confirmed I should not have been watching that shit. I love when you watch a scary movie as a little kid. You're like, no, I can handle it. And then fast forward later that night, you're like, I can't handle it. They were could right. not. Yeah, could not handle it. It was rough. I couldn't watch a regular TV without picturing being like sucked into the TV and murdered. And oh I was like, cool, cool, cool. Like, I'm eight. Got yeah. you. Right? 
Matt is still that motherfucker who goes home alone and is like, I'll just watch a scary movie. Oh, no. Yeah. You're a it, monster. It, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, I guess watching all that shit at a young age just like me because now yeah it doesn't bother me at all oh my yeah, we God, did the so um i did the goosebumps thing in the mm-hmm. 90s but i read through them so fast that my dad finally got annoyed that my mom was like spending like seven bucks a pop on these tiny ass paperbacks so he just started giving us his stephen king and his oh, dean yeah. king's books and we got like dark real <laughs> fast and we were probably like eight oh nine yeah when i was 12 i was like i'm changed I've read Misery. <laughs> did, did, did he like give you all like the uh, the Dark Tower series? Oh, every, yes. Everything was so dark and creepy that I was like, hmm, I have Wednesday Adams. I, I get her. I feel her pain. She, <laughs> yeah. I think her dad, the, the budget was more important. Right? <laughs> yeah. We got, we got these problem. books. Read these yeah. books. They're already here. These ones are like 12 times as thick as those ones. Let's see how fast it takes you. Right. When you read this, yeah, you can have another goosebumps. And I was like, fuck the nightmare of the dummy or whatever I was reading before. Like, I don't care about oh, yeah. that. That's what kids shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving on Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like- I think I read the uh, the Gunslinger in the Dark Towers. Yep. The Gunslinger is my favorite. We just recently went to the Salton Sea. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they have a door there. Oh, dude. That they have a door there? Is, That's fucking Yeah, they have yes. a door on the beach. And I was like, Gunslinger shit. I'm like running across this like fish sand. And Shannon's like, you are obsessed. I was so good. We shot a bunch of stuff at the Salton Sea for the third book. Uh, and we were like we found like this burned out building that we went into and it was all Christmas shit inside. Yes. (laughs) It all still stays just like that. It's so creepy. Yeah. It's I I was trying to, I was trying to describe it to somebody like, they were like, what's it like out there? I'm like, it reeks of mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The hills have eyes. We kept walking around. Yeah. It is just fucking bombed out buildings and burnt trailers just full of all the meth like <laughs> accessories that you can imagine i've never felt more at home oh my god <laughs> i was just really intrigued by the swing set that was out in the water like that oh. just kind of blew my mind on several levels that's oh. where i was at. it's it's dark out there it's yeah it's nuts that place was an accident for a reason it's yeah. still an accident exactly. <laughs> yeah and then we so we just submit the raw images to our publisher and they're like oh we can't use most of this you know that right and we're like yeah but it's cool this is not appetizing you're like we should make creepy posters and they're like is this the brand you're going for Absolutely. <laughs> yes this is truth bomb text what is one text you would send as a direct hit of honesty Ooh. to a specific friend? There's a there's a guarantee. There's no bad outcome. You could say complete brutal honesty and replies count if you get a specific text and you're like, ugh, I wish I could reply and tell her what I really think. Um, here's a good example. Like the lazy friend, uh, for instance. I'm inviting you as a courtesy so you don't get mad, mm-hmm. even though I know you're not going to come because it's across town. <laughs> You know what? Matt and I send a lot of those texts already. (laughs) I think we have a mutual friend who we'd be like, hey, remember when we loaned you that money? It was a strip club. (laughs) Yeah. uh... Bitch better have my money. (laughs) Oh my God, that wasn't your money. It was different money at the strip club. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty... I made it a point a couple of years ago to stop being so passive aggressive in, in my communication. So I'm pretty like to the point. Yeah. I can um, see that. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was about money, I'm going to call the motherfucker. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> You're not going to text. No, no. I don't want anything in writing. <laughs> I'm going to show up to where you are. Oh, if you, people are so dumb on social media. They will post their entire goddamn life and geotag where they're at. And it's like, I'll be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> Don't fuck with Matt. We're pretty direct. What about like, what about in like a professional setting where you're forced to be polite, but what you really want to say is X, Y, Z. Per my previous email. <laughs> That's my favorite. we this in case you missed it the first time. Um, um, I've often wanted to tell people like other professional people that we're working with that you know because i worked in a grocery store for a really long time Mm -hmm. 
Um, I want to reply with you would have been fired from the grocery store a long time ago. That's such a good one. I like that. Just you because you're making your more money doesn't mean that you're a more professional person than the people I worked with at the grocery store. True. Yeah. You're asking fired. <laughs> I feel like with that comes less professional people because it's like the the hardworking ethic situation of a grocery store does not translate to most things. There there is a work ethic um, gap that I've found between where Michelle and I have come from and to the kind of environment and people that we have to work with now and, and most of them are really wonderful people they have great work work ethic they come from you know a background similar to ours but to michelle's point there are some people that have been doing you know entertainment or whatever it is right. pretty much their entire life they've never had a day job they've never had to deal with the general public they've never really had to deal with consequences for not doing the things that they're supposed to do right. so that being said yeah it's like you would not survive the real world. And the only reason that I'm not reaching through this computer and, and like chewing your ass out right now is because of who your parents are. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we'd like to be like, you got fired from the grocery store or be like, uh, your trust fund's not going to help you now. <laughs> I love that. Your trust fund is no good here. Try again. Oh, gosh. All right. So we all know that food is life. We are, we are big <laughs> food people. Um, I'm not in the food industry, but you wouldn't know it from my body. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were your guys's dream jobs or goals? Maybe like as children before Thug Kitchen was a thing, did you guys have like hashtag college goals in your senior year or did you have that like astronaut drawing when you're in second grade oh I wanted to be an artist when I was very little I wanted to be a painter um and so I I had I have all these um like notebooks sketchbooks instead of keeping a journal I would sketch and paint in them all the time when I was little and then um when I got older I wanted to be a college professor oh what would you be teaching History. So I actually yeah. have a master's in history. I, and now you're doing this. And you're just <laughs> yeah. you know, with history in your back pocket. It's a fallback. Well, you know, uh, so I worked at the grocery store all through college. And then after I got my master's, uh, I got hired back at starting at the grocery store. <laughs> it's history repeating itself. That fucking dude. Oh, yeah. This motherfucker one time. He was back. I was ringing him up at the grocery store, and he was like, "How do you like working here?" And I guess I wasn't like friendly enough. I was like, "Oh, it's fine for now, or whatever," because I've been working there almost ten years. And he goes, "Oh, I guess you should have stayed in school." Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I would have cut a bitch. She told me that story. I was like, God, how fucking, you got a master's, how educated you have to be to bag groceries. Yeah, but you want a fucking PhD on my ass for $11 an hour? Fuck you. (laughs) It's times like that I want to know what that person does for a living. Like, I want to know their story. Like, how do you think you get to be this guy? Yeah, because he's a fucking baby boomer. That's how gross. (laughs) What did you want to be, Matt? Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a vet because as you guys know, I, I foster dogs and, um, I could see that. And I, I yeah. And I, I always loved working with aunt, like my, so I, I trained my grandmother's dogs and then her friend hired me. And then like, is it, I think I was probably like 13, 14. I, I was essentially just training dogs. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's a fucking dog. Whisperer. I could totally yeah. see that. I'm loving all the dogs and the feeds, by the way, like. if we had more property i'd be helping more dogs that's that's the end game i love that um but yeah we had a we had a doberman that was this absolute sweetheart she i mean she looked ferocious she's just you know large doberman but she loved everybody and when we had to go put her down that was when i no longer wanted to be i was like yeah i was like oh that's that's part of the job fuck that shit (laughs) um and what did it for me wasn't necessarily like it was painful for me my sisters and my parents to be there and put the family dog down but i remember being that young and walking out and the looks on all the staff's faces looking at my family and me and they were crying i was like no fucking right. way. I could not do that every day. No yeah, way. Fuck that. Oh, 
God. I can relate. I wanted to be a vet for a little bit. And then um, one of our cats had to have a huge shot of antibiotics. And I watched the vet give the cat a shot. And I was like, nope. A, I hate needles. And B, my cat looks like he wants to kill you. And I don't want to be on the receiving end of that shit. So no, thank you. <laughs> can I just be a professional petter? Yeah. And just pet the dog. And play with the I think that's what you're doing now with the rescue stuff. And it's super awesome. I love seeing all the dogs in your feed. And it's it does make me grateful I don't live next door because I would have all those dogs. <laughs> like, dog, well, I mean, all the dogs. It's such a pleasure. Like this morning, uh, I went by the pet store and I got a bunch of new toys <laughs> and just came in. And then I feel like goddamn Santa Claus. Because <laughs> everyone's so stoked to oh see me. God. Yeah. I don't have dogs. My boyfriend has two amazing, just beautiful dogs. Mm-hmm. So I get to roll in and bring treats on occasion. And we got them these like little Christmas twirly rawhide things that were green and red on the inside. Adorable themed. Mm-hmm. Bitch loves the theme. So I give them to the dogs. <laughs> and then I don't have to suffer the repercussions when the next day they're pooping colors. It was like. <laughs> yeah, you get, to, you get to be the cool aunt. You know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I get all the licks and the thank yous and I don't have to look in their eyes when they're like shitting questions. <laughs> That's funny. That applies to my son too. So she is actually like the best aunt for all. There things. you go. All the so. glory, none of the hard work. Love it. Exactly. All the candy and gifts and then the yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love blowing through uh, Houston to go visit my family and, and like buying all the cool shit for like, my my niece and my nephew, and then I just fucking skip town. <laughs> Here's a knife. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your drum set. <laughs> I like recorders. <laughs> oh my god, recorders! The devil of children's toys, and elementary schools can fuck right off with those. What are kids for? Yeah. What is this? Why are we do- like? What I mean, it's like a plastic flute. But did Kenny G start with that shit? Like, did anybody play a recorder and come out of it yeah. hella successful? I know that's one yeah. thing. Like, what, what no. was was Shaggy's career <laughs> started with a recorder? I don't know. We need a cautionary uh, tale. Matt had a neighbor for a while whose daughter was like had was doing the recorder unit or whatever at school, and she'd just be outside playing Twinkle oh. Twinkle Little Star, and I fuck, I was, right. I was about to fucking snap. Oh my god! But that's where parents send those kids to practice. That's Go why outside. we hate them. I played trumpet, and oh, I, yeah. my parents used to send me out in the backyard to <laughs> yeah. play trumpet to the trees. Right, and the neighbors were like, "God damn it! You can't what play is, a trumpet. Play. Can she just get good already? God damn!" It. I was pretty good. She was all right. That's true. <laughs> all right. One last question before we get into a really fun this or that section. Okay. You're late as fuck. Your alarm clock did not go off on time. You're running super behind. You have to go where you're going and you have 10 minutes mm-hmm. to get out the door. What are your top three or four priorities to look like a normal human as you run out the door? Ooh, I would say brush my teeth, cover up or concealer, mm-hmm. mascara, and then like some kind of jewelry. Cause then I can pretend like my sloppy outfit is like a children. Oh, it's on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. You go boho like you meant. To. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, my hair is just like this. Oh, no, this outfit, you, I accessorized it. It was obviously on purpose. I like that you could have just put on a different outfit and brushed your hair yeah. in like the same amount of time as picking jewelry, but you were no like, way, man. I need bling. I like this. Yeah. No, it's the, it's the literal I woke up like this. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. Matt, your, yours is easier, though, because I feel like dudes have it fairly easy. Yeah. You guys have it so easy. Oh. And, and, and I only know this because last year, I, so I'd been growing my hair out. Yeah. Right. It looks great, by the way. Oh, well, no, shaved. I don't have any more. I shaved, shaved no. it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, when did that happen? I need like, an update on like that. Like six months ago. I- yeah, he hasn't really yeah i'm a little bitter about did that did you lock so love that shit or did you oh, just yeah. like lob it off it and... was uh wigs for kids specifically oh, yeah shut your mouth of course yeah. you did see you're such a badass but people don't know that you're actually like a really sensitively amazing human dude i'm so sensitive i cry all the time <laughs> <laughs> but you cry like a yeah. man. that bird looked at me funny <laughs> but you fucking cry yeah. that's what yeah. <laughs> I got fucking tears. (laughs) Um, But no, like girls, y'all have to get up and do shit with your hair. I fucking hated that. It was so funny because he'd be like, 
are you stealing my fucking hair ties? I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go get my own hair ties. I had to get my own hairbrush. And he was so confessed about like, fuck you. You don't know. Girl code is hair ties are communal property. <laughs> yeah. If you lend a hair tie, that's like bestie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the friendship bracelet at that point. Yeah. I'm wearing one of Shannon's in my hair right now right. that I stole from your house about two months ago. It's okay. I'm usually really stingy. That is my favorite one. That's why I'm <laughs> I just my saw which one, one it is. My other one broke and oh, you want to trade me? My yeah. hair is dark. Hers is light. I'm wearing a white hair tie. She right. has a black hair tie. This I is know. ridiculous. Sister problems <laughs> right <start>. there. <laughs> Thanks for bringing this to our attention, guys. It's very <laughs> now, now we're going to fight later, Matt. Thanks a lot. Glad I can intervention did you ever braid that shit did you get some like french oh, braid all, all the time and like uh yeah i mean like yeah his his girlfriend like french braided it one time yeah really she's pretty. yeah she's estonian and her and all her sisters have like really long like beautiful hair and they they would french so her sister would come to town and she would braid it like they they like playing with it they they thought i was like a poor man's thor so <laughs> poor man's I was just like four with a little Texas accent, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I never, I don't know how to fucking braid that shit. I would just pull it back and do the man bun thing and forget about it. So I don't know how women wake up every day, mess with their hair and mess with their makeup because guys have it way easy. True. It's exhausting. Mm. I'm loving that we're doing this like telecommunication oh. recording because I'm in yoga pants. I showered and didn't put a face on, and I, don't I haven't shit. washed my face since yesterday. I look, <laughs> I look beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so wait, Matt, were you rocking a beard with the long hair? Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Did you beard it up quite a bit? Yeah. So did you go, do the serious beard care and really get into that regiment, no. like the beard I don't, culture? I don't understand <laughs> beard culture and like dudes hang their masculinity on it. It's weird. I, I don't get it. But Matt has a he has a baby face, so if he doesn't have a little bit of scruff on him, he looks like a. I look like I'm 14. When we first met, he had a shaved head and no beard or anything, and I thought he was fresh out of basic training. Oh my god! <laughs> well, even when we first met, you like those pictures. We all look like tiny children, but Matt, you you look like a teenage boy. That's totally true. Oh man, we're gonna have to put that up. Oh yeah, we'll put that as our. Oh, that was yeah. funny. So I mean, when you that was post- our first book tour. It was right? our first book tour? Yeah. yeah, and when you posted that as like a throwback, I was like, holy shit! Look at baby, all of us. Oh my god! And we're smiling so hard because we're all so happy to be yeah, there. It was so it was cute. Such a it was a great picture. <laughs> and then they'll swipe from the picture, and there'll be a picture of me on somebody else's computer looking at Pinterest. <laughs> Not invited. Post a meme. Well, I didn't know that you were into it. I totally would have invited you. It was a good time. Oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. We are going to jump in in a section. Um, it's super quick. No explanation needed. We call it this or that. Okay. And we're just going to give you two options and you just choose one got it first question i feel like matt you've already answered this one but cats or dogs dogs yeah i have cats but i love dogs but i'll, I'll say cats just out of loyalty got, for my girls i got nothing against cats i like cats i just dogs yeah. i'll take whoever shows up yeah <laughs> that's true she's an opportunistic yeah animal it's lover. not like death to yeah. the other option either oh, so you can live on you just get to put one in your pocket and feel good Oh my God. There you go, cats. <laughs> Cold dish or hot dish? Hot dish. Yeah, hot dish. Snow or sea? Sea. sea. Ooh, well, yeah. That's, that's you guys too. are living clearly in the right place then. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, this is no accident. <laughs> All right. East coast or west coast? West coast. West coast. Fucking no question. Yeah. Just in case. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand the east coast. Like, I get over there. I'm like, I guess this is nice. <laughs> I'm like, take off the cotton ball like that I'm wearing now <laughs> as my skin because of humidity that doesn't exist here. Oh, that's true. Horror movies or romantic comedies. Ooh, I'll say rom-coms. I'll watch literally anything. <laughs> I, have, I have no, like, one's better than the other. If it's If someone recommends it, I'll watch it. Yeah, he'll keep watching something that he's hating. <laughs> yeah. Because oh I need to, you like grudge I need to know why I hate it. I need to understand why it's fundamentally bad. It's <laughs> oh my god, that's like self torture. That's like me and Will Smith, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, anything. Yeah, she hates Will I just Smith don't for enjoy no him. reason. Fresh Prince or nothing. Can't stand the guy. <laughs> he totally for you. 
him as the genie that's a whole nother fucking podcast i can't oh my Fuck god that. so much hate Ugh. why would you do that to such a good looking man i'm sorry <laughs> I couldn't believe that that was Guy Ritchie that directed that. The, all the the footage that they were releasing, like Guy Ritchie's known for his like moodiness and his dynamic life. Everything right. seems so fucking flat. And then also, Will Smith is a genie. Okay, <laughs> I like Will Smith. Every time she brings it up, I'm like, yeah. I like Will Smith too. I don't like it for him. I got you, Will Smith. I just have a thing. I don't know. What was the thing Will Smith did? All right, all of us. I'm like drop dead Fred. And she's like, no. This is the answer to everything. But that is a good movie, just for the record. Drop dead Fred, I can get down with. But I um, watched that as a kid, and that was inappropriate when I called her. I watched it back, and I was like, why did anyone let us watch this uh, over and over? Because it's so true. Wasn't that Fred? Really no. Oh. No, that was oh, Monster. Oh, oh, yeah, Monster. Also Same genre. Movie. It was like the boy released to the. What the girl. fuck was going on in pop culture in the nineties that those movies? Oh, you mean like, like live action uh, Mario Brothers? Hang on now. Hang on. Oh, that was pretty. Cool. That was pretty fucking badass. Oh Do you remember Dennis Hopper's tongue? I remember all of it. Oh I watch it twice a year. It's a piece of cinematic. <laughs> I don't know how it's not part part of the oh Criterion collection. But, uh, <laughs> fucking classic movie. Oh. Oh my god, my last this or that is actually old school movie or new Netflix. Old school. Old school. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like everything's getting greenlit now and there's just Netflix is like, we'll throw money at it. Fucking we'll figure it out. Who gives a shit? It's a movie. Booze or beer. Booze. Yeah, because I'm a lightweight, and so if I'm drinking, I'm drinking to win. And I she goes on yeah, I absolutely like appreciate the efficiency of booze. Yes. But like when I'm working on something in the garage, like building something, I want a cold beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, wow. I, I, want I can relate booze. to that. Or we can do an addendum, add weed, and then weed is the answer for both of us. <laughs> oh, weed all day. Right. Okay, that's true. Can we please really hang out? Really? Yeah, seriously. So Shannon is like a stoner's best friend. So oh, I get like yeah. stony baloney. And then I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, huh, hey, so. <laughs> and I'll spit some weird thing at her. She will roll with it to the point where when we were in Palm Springs, we were laying oh, in a God. hammock together. I went from being hella paranoid. I was like running from hotel staff and like hiding in dark places. I was allowed to be there. <laughs> right. So there was let no- me just, I have to break in here. She didn't need to do any of those things because we had permission to be where we were. We weren't I children. was just going into shadows like in video games where then the bad guy can't see you. No, they could see her. They could see me. She hid behind a car. The guy saw her do it. And I was like, hi, because I was still standing out in the open. <laughs> I was just in a shadow of a hedge and being was, like Shh, get over here come on she's and I was like, like no <laughs> so <laughs> we're laying in a hammock and we start singing this song that we made up about laying in a hammock and so where i'm videotaping like the palm trees above us swinging in the lights and it was so like chill and i was like this is like this is the high i needed to be not paranoid running in the bushes bomb <laughs> But so we're singing this song about being in a hammock and the end of the recording is just oh, we're cracking up and it's me going, how are you not high? <laughs> <laughs> she, she rolls with that shit. Like she doesn't That's just need... me normal, which yeah. is why we just puts me to night night town on the floor. <laughs> and then people are like, she can't hang. What they don't realize is I'm like high every day. <laughs> I'm normal high. <laughs> right? I'm funny all the time. Yeah. You have to get on my level, motherfucker. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like I'm, I can be very serious, and then I'll smoke a bowl, and they'll be like, hmm. "Hammock." Uh-huh. <laughs> I have ridiculous thoughts when I'm high too. And Matt got a little paranoid recently, and I came to the office, and all the doors were locked, and in a way that that's not normal. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And he just started laughing. He's like, oh, "I got too blazed." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty, <laughs> it's not on purpose, but I, I usually have the doors unlocked. I'm sort of a challenger's welcome kind of lifestyle. <laughs> Um, if you're gonna come in you better be prepared for me yeah yeah, most days i want to wrestle anyway so let's do it but my neighbor came home at like she's a uh er doctor so she came home at like 1 30 in the middle of the night and uh and i heard the like front gate and i was high shit and i was like oh fuck i gotta lock everything (laughs) 
Oh God! <laughs> Shut it down. I did. I went fucking Will Smith and uh, I am oh, pulling all the shades down. Yeah, I went full zombie lockdown mode. You're gonna have to use another reference because I'm unfamiliar with his work. <laughs> I call it '90s high of like oh, God, when I was yes. much younger. Shouldn't have been smoking weed anyway. Mm-hmm. Should have been in school. I was probably at school high. Real talk, but it's being home alone in like not your house and you hear a car door and you're high as shit. Oh. So my brain automatically went to like, peek out the blinds, yeah. it's the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that paranoia that makes you later laugh at yourself. But apartment living, my life, if I get high at all, I have my TV turned to like 10 just in case I wake people up. I don't want them to know I exist. Oh. I want to get headphones in my apartment. <laughs> Yeah, my Roku remote has a headphone jack. Yeah. Oh I should, and it just plug into my own little That's walk around smart, my house, listen to my TV thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in jammies with wine drunk in a garden. That's my life. <laughs> That's like, you could find me out there. Sometimes I have headphones. <laughs> Sometimes I don't. I want to see that cop drama where they pull up on the house that they've been casing. And the blinds peek open and he says to his partner, there she is. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> They just they, they know their guns. They fucking slide the, the, <laughs> the gun back, and they're like, "Let's go get her." And they just blast the headlight. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch that cop drama. Weed in Oregon got legalized the day I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. So, <laughs> sick burn, everybody. Thanks. So I had been like a light smoker around that time that I moved. So I was like, it's whatever. I can move to the Bible belt and not get high. Um, but about two years into living there, I was like, man, I just gotta, I gotta smoke some weed. I ran out of my like two year old dried up weed. I had sent on a moving truck feeling very like nefarious. So I (laughs) called a friend of a friend. I used to work at a call center for a mobile phone company. So it was huge place. And I called a friend and my coworker was like, how did you know he knew a guy that had weed? I was like, dude, he was, just sto- he was stoned all the time. Like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> so I called him, but I hadn't talked to him since I left that job. So I was with a totally different employer. It was like a year later. And I was like, hey, buddy, love your new rap album. Like, hope you're doing great. We should <laughs> hang out. Also, you got a friend. And he was like, I do. Go to this address. Text him, blah, blah, blah. So I'm basically oh like the whitest. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm a huge square. I'm like a Girl Scout. So I'm texting this guy being like, hey, new friend. It's Bonnie oh. here. I'm friends with so-and-so. He told me you were his guy. Oh, God. I was embarrassed for myself when oh. I read those back. And <laughs> I drive across town. It's a lightning storm. It's like flash flooding sudden light <laughs> bond just gotta get high though and i was like i need this so i drive like 30 minutes in like a thunderstorm to like the southern part of the city that's like partially industrial and i pull up at a shopping center and on the side is where i was told to park and it's outside of a boost mobile yes <laughs> so i was like sick boost mobile and this employee comes out and i'm like oh my god i'm in so much trouble like I didn't even buy weed. I just had the intent and already in the South, I'm in trouble and I'm in jail. So Boost Mobile employee comes out. I'm like, he's going to tell me to move my car. Instead, I roll down the window and I'm like, hey there. And he goes, you Bonnie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing his Boost Mobile shirt. And I give him money and I like expect him to like count it out. And I was like, double counted it for you. I'm such a square. He just puts it in his pocket and looks at me and I'm like, so you like working at Boost Mobile? And oh he was like, God. have a good day. He just Drive walked away. away. And I was like, I am the worst. I haven't had to do like a drug deal. And so. Yeah, you don't, you don't know like fucking dealer etiquette at all. No. Also, neither does he. He's a fucking boss. She's a narc. No, I, would, no, she I, looks like. I looked like I was ready to like turn him in. And I was just. Oh, like, and here's the here's the kicker. I had brought a fresh jar of peanut butter. And put the weed in a little container and then shove that shit down in the peanut butter oh in my, my car. God. So in case I got pulled over, the dogs couldn't smell my weed. Oh my Cause God. like you get arrested there for it. And it was like, the- yeah, that would a hundred percent backfire when their dogs are like, Oh, peanut butter. God damn. I, right. peanut butter. Yeah. I just wanted that peanut butter. I opened like an, it. Yeah. and then I got home in every car door. I heard 
was just like, that's the cops. No, it's a neighbor. It's the like 90 year old neighbor who takes two hours walking <laughs> up his driveway. So I was so, so, so paranoid. And then I felt like so proud of myself. I was like, oh, I'm feeling so creative. And I busted out all <laughs> my art supplies. And we had friends come over and they're like, oh, you working on some shit? And I was like, nah, I got it all out. And then I got tired. (laughs) (laughs) I just ruined my apartment, a jar of peanut butter. I just made a mess. I had grand plans and then I got high. She visits home and it's like, oh, come into this weed store. It has a giant green plus sign on the outside. It's medication now. It looked like a like oh. a plastic surgeon's office. It was we walked awesome. in. It was like beautiful mirrors. Pristine. And, yeah, and she's still off. feeling shysty in there. And everybody's like, like you walked into a children's toy store. Everybody's yeah. just so legit. And Bonnie's like, ah, yeah. So can I like, can I smell it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I said, super funny. said, um, so like, do you guys have anything that's like really good for back pain? And at the time I just gotten off a long flight and I was like, yeah, my back fucking hurts. But I was asking like, you know, be cool, Bonnie, be cool. So the the chick that's not even helping me that works at the dispensary turned over and she's like, oh, honey, you can just say you want to get high. <laughs> it's changed my life. So bless her. <laughs> Man, we just went on a tangent about love that. That wasn't part of our conversation. Okay, so also Bonnie and I will be making an adventure down to uh, LA probably in the September. Yeah, back to school time. Uh, We'll definitely we need to go out to eat and go hang out, have some beers, take us to your favorite place. Let's drink some beers and hang out. Just get really stoned. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's all three of us get high and and then then hear Shannon talk like she's high. I'll tell you about stories. It'll be so fun. We're gonna get high and we're gonna puff paint some shirts. Oh Oh my god, I'm so into this. Oh my god, yes, let's puff paint (gasps) them. White head tight kind of shoes and puff paint. Uh, I'm into that too. If you if we incorporate sponges, we can get some really great. <laughs> if you let me bring up the dazzler, it's all over. Ooh, I can bring my embosser. Oh, It'll oh, make Jesus. it permanent. You guys, it's Matt's so like, many- I'm backing out. This is too heavy. I'm paranoid. <laughs> no, it's like it's like puff paint that's like sandy glitter oh, that Jesus. goes on top of glue, and you use a fucking hot iron, and it turns it into permanent metallic puff oh, paint. What? Incredible. <laughs> yeah, and I can take all that shit. Off. <laughs> right. All right, so you guys. Where can our listeners find you guys on social media, the internet's podcast, etc.? All of our handles are Thug Kitchen, and the podcast is every Thursday. It drops on iTunes or our website. Um, Which is called Forks App. I mean, yeah, we really didn't overthink any of our handles. No, it's just it. at Thug Kitchen yeah. on everything. That's simple. And... It's uh, at veganrecipes.geocities backslash aol.yahoo.hotmail at at (laughs) aol.net. And we sell a bunch of uh, original merch that our designer who works on all of our books designs for us. Uh, If you go to amazon.com slash thugkitchen, you'll see it all there. All a bunch of dope designs by our guy, uh, Nick. Hensley Wagner, who lives right near Ooh. y'all in Portland. The merch is damn yeah. good, too. Yeah, I like it's it. really cute. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's done all three of our books. We found him on Tumblr back in the day. It's an OG love story. Oh, you're, you're OG <laughs> about everything. You guys make friendships and then make them permanent. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no new friends. I like it. <laughs> it's hard to find good. Huh? <laughs> really well, I hope you guys keep me. I want to be part of this like squad. I think you're grandfathered in because of Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we can't shake you guys. Come on. Don't, don't be silly. Well, Matt and Michelle, I want to let you guys know you are creative, fabulously vulgar, and you're both funny as Aww. hell. And we well, thanks for it. having us on. I, I can't wait for that OG photo of us uh, to resurface at the book signing. It's so one of my favorites. It's like a permanent throwback. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was from our senior year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were, I think we were sophomores. Right? <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. We were such babies. Right? I'm glad you guys didn't become a vet and a professor. Yeah. And that you're getting to spread your joy amongst all the people of the so interwebs. So good. And go to Greece. Ugh. I'll be living for those photos. You bet. I just, I just want to flood the feed. And if you don't, just DM me all your pictures. Yeah, your just travel. send us pictures of Greece. So My good. retirement goals is I just want to get like leathery and just, just fat. Like Donatella and, Versace style? Like orange and oh. brown. Like a couch. I just want to look like an old fat couch and I want to paint clothes <laughs> in great. I didn't know that this was her goal. Yeah. You should see my face. I'm a little weird. Yeah, this is extremely achievable. When you're setting the bar so low. Send me pictures of Greece that are super beautiful and I will paint them for you. Done and done. I cannot fucking wait. I will I be on Tuesday. That's so going to be All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, ladies. If you want to find us on social media, you mm-hmm. can find us on Instagram and Twitter under No, You Are That. And you can also find us on Facebook under You Are That. There is a Facebook group filled with awesome people. It is, so cool. it is just snowballing into such a good time in there. We've got baby pictures flowing, collections being shared, secrets being divulged. You're missing out if you're not in there. Join the group. Join the fun. Get in it. You could also contribute to the awesome and maybe get us to our goal where we could do this for you weekly instead of bi-weekly. That is the end game on patreon.com forward slash you are that. Yeah, there's a bunch of tiers you can join for as little as a dollar per month. We do first try snacks and Patreon members can vote for those snacks. And then we're going to have a banging merch store soon. So that is going to be coming out. So soon. Hurry back to school. And if you are a certain tier in our Patreon, you get merch discounts. So you can cloud your body with all kinds of cool stuff. Yep. And do it at a discount because we love you. Get some sweet threads for your sweet bods. Hello. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? It's not. No. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I want to give a super supreme shout out to the wonderful and amazing Lindsay Conradi. I call her Hey K. I've known her for years. Why am I giving her a shout out? Why? I don't know why. Why? Why? Because it's her birthday. Oh my god! I know she's so amazing. She deserves to be super celebrated. Um, right now, she's the bubbliest in her life than she has ever been. She's grown up to be a confident woman. Right now, all she wants to do is dance and go roller skating and have a great old time. And I celebrate that in her, and I love her. And she is one of my closest, most wonderful best friends. And she is a ride or die. And we're gonna be friends until we're little old ladies and she's still going to be going hey girl want to go out dancing and i'm going to say nah i hurt myself which happened this week so i love you Lindsay. happy birthday from me shannon me loves too. you too happy shannon birthday too. happy birthday Lindsay. hell yeah acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com